Welcome to this week's episode of Inside and Out with Michael Marino and Jonathan Lidskin. Today, it's a very, I mean, we really haven't missed that many sports since our last podcast, which is why we have been on a little bit of a hiatus. However, we got the baseball season coming up, right? And uh, July 24th is when the season starts. 23rd, I believe. It's opening day. You got two games then. Okay, so 23rd, but for most teams, right, it's the 24th, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, coming up, and what what day are we recording this? This is July 9th, so... We have two weeks, basically. Right. And, I I mean, I think Jonathan and I, we really wanted to do a brief overview of, like, how we think the season's going to play out. So, okay, let's just start in the AL. You want to do the AL East first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I wanted to get your thoughts. Like, who do you think's winning this division? Well, I think it's pretty clear that the Yankees are yeah. going to win this division. Like, they are arguably the best team in baseball. Right. And with the Red Sox trading Mookie Betts and the Rays, obviously they lost Tommy Pham. Um, they're neither of those teams are going to have the talent to compete with them, especially since the Yankees added Gary Cole. Um, yeah. and. They, they cut most of their core from last last year. DJ LeMahieu is still there. Gleyber Torres is still there. Aaron Judge is still there. Gene Carlston should be back and healthy. So it's pretty clear cut that the Yankees are going to win the division. The World Series, I'm not 100% sold on it. I'm not really sold on anyone winning a World Series this year. But I would definitely favor the Yankees in the AL East. And who, okay, so my second question is, who do you think, We'll finish second in that division. Is it the Rays or the Red Sox? Or who do you got? I think it's going to be the Tampa Bay Rays. I would Their agree. pitching staff is still really good. They're going to get Tyler Glass now back, which is huge for them, saying how he pitched towards the start of last year before his injury. And the Red Sox just have too many holes, I feel like. You had Mookie Betts trade, obviously, to the Dodgers, and they got Alex Verdugo in that, who's good, but he's not Mookie Betts. And then you also have Chris Sale, who has to had, had to have Tommy John surgery. Eduardo Rodriguez tested positive for COVID-19 the other day, so who knows what's going to happen with that, whether he'll be ready for opening day. It sounds like he should, should be, but who really knows? Right. Um, and then the, the Rays didn't really lose much. They, they, they lost Tommy Pham, but that was really it. They, they didn't lose a ton. And, and they got back stuff. Who are coming up, but I don't think they're there yet. They, they got a lot of young pieces that – um, they're going to see how it pans out. I mean, I would agree. Um, and, I mean, the other thing is, right, they they got back talent in the Tommy Pham trade. Now, whether they won or not is to be determined, but they got back Renfro, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is a good home run hitter. Right. I mean, he's a solid player. I, I would argue that Pham is, is better. Um, and, and on paper, it looks like the Rays lost that trade, which is unrays like But if you recall, mm-hmm. right, they're like, stud player evaluator is now the GM of the of the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the only thing is with the Rays, early, like, really bold prediction, I think they might have the best reliever in baseball. Actually, I think they will have the best reliever in baseball this year, which is, like, crazy prediction. But I think Nick Anderson is going to be so unbelievable this year and just captivate, like, everyone. Like, I mean, have you seen the guy pitch? Yeah, he's really good. He... He's like a glass now, but for, like, an inning. He's, like, mm-hmm. he just throws absolute, like, cheddar. Just, like, hits the spot, you know, paints the side. Yeah. And nasty curveball. 
And you can't pick up – his delivery allows for him to, like, hide the ball for a super long amount of time. I think he's going to be – he's going to end up being the best reliever in baseball this year. That's, like, my early Edwin Diaz prediction, you know, as in, like, Edwin Diaz two years ago, right, as you predicted, actually. Yeah, there's always a guy that surprises us. Right. Surprises us relievers. I think it's going to be Nick Anderson this year. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yep, the other thing with the Rays is just they have so many good prospects, and their farm system is one of the top top in baseball. With the ex- expanded rosters this year, you really don't know how their prospects that they're going to end up pl- playing right. are going to work out for them. Like Some of them could be end up being really good, and you know they have the number one prospect in baseball in Wander Franco. So. Right. I mean, I would agree. I think the Rays are going to finish above the Red Sox. I'm pretty certain in that. I think the Rays are really, really talented. Um, I definitely think the Rays are going to make the playoffs. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I if, mean, if for there sure. was a lock for a wild card spot in the AL, I would choose them. Absolutely. Um, that's your AL East, um, and I, I mean, I really do think the Red Sox have taken quite, quite the hit. Um, you know, with the monkey trade. Mm-hmm. Another bold take, which I'll come back to later. I have a really, I think in in 2021, so after this upcoming season, I think you're going to see two huge splash shinings by my New York Mets. I think Mookie Betts is is going to be one of them. And I think the other one's going to be JT Realmuto. The reason why I say this is Steve Cohen, who... If you've been following the Mets sale, he, he's kind of been all over it. And, and now new reports are saying he's willing to put $4 billion to acquire the Mets in SNY. Which is, like, way over their value, by the Correct. way. Um, there's He is a huge, huge fan of JT Realmuto and even bigger fan of Mookie Betts. So if they hit free agency, which obviously they will because they're free agents at, at the end of the year, and I don't think Mookie is going to get a one. I don't think they're going to sign him long, sign him long term. I mean, they they really should, but I don't know if they'll be able to, because Mookie Betts has always been persistent on hitting free agency. I think you're going to see the Mets. I mean, I just I've got to believe, and the you know the Mets are like the home of Mookies. They had Mookie Wilson years ago. I think they're going to end up with him, but that's a separate out. Um, they're they're so close to the Mets. Like, to, be, to being at that top tier of teams, they're right there. I mean, they're, like they're a couple players away. They are going to be the same in terms of ability this year as they are next year because this year they're playing without Syndergaard, and next year they're probably playing without Stroman. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it's they're essentially trading unless they re-sign Stroman. They're trading Syndergaard for Stroman, which yeah. I mean, it's really I'm okay with that. Syndergaard's getting somewhat older. He's he's still relatively young, right? But like he's very young. His potential is still much higher than Marcus Stroman. We we know what Marcus Stroman is at this at this point. Right, we and, and he's steady. We don't know what Noah Syndergaard can be. Right, I would agree. Um, We've never really seen Noah Syndergaard pitch a full season healthy. So I mean, we have. It was just he was. That was when he was like a stud. That's why everyone is you know mm-hmm. thinks about him. If I and like and here's the thing, going into the 2018 season, I was thinking Syndergaard could make a run for Cy Young. Well, I didn't really know it would end up being the other Met pitcher. And, and going into that year, everyone was thinking, well, you know, you have Syndergaard and Degrom, but really, Syndergaard is going to be the guy that's going to take off because he is so much more talented than Degrom. But I mean, Degrom's ve- velocity has increased steadily every year. 
since his rookie year. I mean, and that's the crazy thing is he came yeah. into the league throwing ninety four, and now he's at ninety nine. You know, and what people don't realize is the when the Mets brought up Syndergaard and Degrom, there was supposed to be the significant of a gap between Syndergaard and Degrom. It was just supposed to be Syndergaard was supposed to be better. Right, and, and the more interesting, I mean, first of all, that part. DeGrom, if you recall, was like a 22nd round pick. Syndergaard yeah, he was, was not, not supposed to be this good. Nearly this good. The other part was Syndergaard was acquired in a trade with R.A. Dickey. And Syndergaard, if, if, like a lot of people don't know this, when Travis Darno, Syndergaard, and a guy who's I think on the Rangers now, Rafael Montero, came up, the order of their rankings on like MLB prospect pool or whatever it was, right, that prospect tracker, was uh, it was Darno. Then Rafael Montero, then Syndergaard, which is the craziest part, right? And like, you know, you you think if you throw ninety nine, you should you'll you'll be highly you know ranked coming out of the minors, but there were concerns that Syndergaard couldn't throw strikes. Um, clearly, he's proven himself in that regard, but now it's just about you know pounding the zone, and he gave up a lot of hard contact last year. So, and his off-speed was really poor at times. His slider really was not great. So if he right. can figure out how to better manipulate the zone, you'll be a lot better. Mm-hmm. The next, I want to talk about the AL Central. Mm-hmm. This is a really interesting division, in my opinion. I mean, I, a, I would agree. I would agree. I think, I mean, I think the one known... Is I think the Twins are going to win it again. Yeah, I do too. Their hitting's just as good as it was last year, and they added Josh Donaldson. I think the Indians are still going to play second. I think the it, I do yeah. think the White Sox will make the playoffs. So you think the Indians and White Sox both make the playoffs? Eh, well, no, the Angels. I think the Angels there, are going to make the playoffs. Okay, because there's a lot of teams and that, the Athletics. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. There's a lot of teams that are going to compete for AL wildcard spots this year. How many are there? Three now, isn't there? I mean, you you throw you throw in the Rays, A's, White Sox, Indians, Angels. There's five or six teams probably that you could say, oh, they can make the playoffs. How many spots but are there? There's two. Did they, I thought they, they added they one. Didn't ex- they didn't expand the playoffs because of the, their agreement deal. Oh, the right, right, right. Right, but okay. It's just, like, the thing with the... AL Central is like the White Sox are up and coming, right? And I think they're going to finish second and make the playoffs. But I wouldn't count out the Indians. They they were a borderline playoff team last year, and you could say they traded away Corey Kluber, but they didn't have him most of the year anyway. I mean, so, but they also traded away Bauer. Mm-hmm. That, and, that's, and they still almost made the playoffs, right? So, right, but I mean, they did have Bauer for the first first half, but he was not great for them either. Right. No, I don't know. The only thing, though, let's get is I don't know. First of all, the first thing I need to say is Mike Clevenger and Shane Bieber are unbelievable. They're they're, they're very so good. good. They're one of the best pitching duos in baseball. Zach Plezak, I do not think is good, and I'm not counting on him going into a season if I, if I'm the GM of that team. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the question, the Indians' back end of the rotation is a huge question right now. What about Carrasco? He's going to be a reliever for them. Um, you you would think right because he's coming. He just got he just had a huge battle with leukemia, right? And you just don't know how much to really expect out of him. And then, like the other thing about the Indians is, I would be shocked if Jose Ramirez had as bad of a year as he did last right, year. Right, I would agree. 
he had the worst first two months of the season that I've ever seen from an all-star caliber player. I mean, Lindor is awesome. He's the best shortstop in baseball. Just put, putting it simple. I, I don't really think there's much to, much debate in that. You could argue Javi Baez, but I would argue. I, I wouldn't. I would say you're. I would say Javi, but a little bit of a also a hot take. I think Trevor Story it needs to be in the discussion. He's really solid, and what what people don't understand is how good his defense is. I, but absolutely. Going back to the Indians, just to like put in perspective how good Lindor last year was last year. Outside of Carlos Santana, they didn't really have a consistent hitter in that lineup. You could argue Oscar Mercado, who came up came right. on later in the year, was a solid hitter, but he he was a pure he's a pure contact hitter, right? And then they made the trade for Fran Mel Reyes, who by the way just got popped for going out and partying um, <laughs> during all during all of this. So who who knows what's going on with him? Yeah, but. Looking at the Indians lineup, it's still it just definitely looks better than it did last year. Right. Remember they didn't get Reyes until the trade deadline and hopefully Jose Ramirez is better. And then they added Cesar Hernandez, who's solid as well. Right. So they, they should be better. I just the White Sox lineup is so good. And, it, and it the, is and, good. And their pitching staff is gonna be better than people give it credit for, especially if Giolito's just as good as he was last year. I mean I I would argue I'm, I'm going to call this the podcast, the pod takes. I think the Geo that matters more is Geo Gonzalez. I think he could end up being a difference maker in this rotation. Definitely on the on the tail end of his career, right? If he can put up like a 4-2 ERA and just be someone to eat innings, they will have... I mean, you got to... A lot of people forget they have Keiko, right? So they have Keiko, they have Geo Gonzalez, they have Giolito, they have Kopech, they have Cease. I mean... And they have Reynaldo Lopez, who should improve. Correct. They have a ton of talent, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, Luis Robert, he could be an absolute, like, stud. He's my prediction for AL Rookie of the Year. He and, could be a stud. Like, the White Sox should have a top five, if not three, lineup in baseball, just looking at it. Like, you add Yasmani Grandal, Luis Robert come, comes up. You, you just add Edwin Encarnacion. They just have... So many dangerous hitters in their lineup. It just like, and if Nick Madrigal ends up start starting for them consistently, whenever that is, there's literally nobody in that lineup that you you can get up there and say like this is an automatic out. Right. Oh, oh. it's just their their lineup's way too too dangerous, and that that's basically the reason I think they'll they'll make the playoffs, especially with the weak schedule they have. Like their pitching could could be a mediocre staff, and their lineup should be good good enough to keep them in the hunt. My next, right, so now we've kind of cleared the AL, but we still have the AL West. Mm-hmm. In terms of the West, I'm thinking, I mean, you got to think, I think the corona layoff has really helped to distract from the Astro scandal. I mean, mm-hmm. I, they are going to get beaned. Way less because it's 60 games, and they also are going to get being less because a lot of people kind of just, like, don't care anymore, you know? It might pick up a little once the season starts, but, like, this was something that people were 100% focused on when when it came out. Like, if there wasn't a break, this would have been the headline all baseball season. Correct. And just, like, but the thing with the Astros is 
they should still be really good, but we don't know how some their headers are going to be without without these cameras, right? Right. We don't know how good Altuve can be. We don't know how good Carlos Correa and Alex Bregman are going to be. So their pitching staff, even without Garrett Cole, is still really good. So so they're my favorite to win the division. But if a team like Oakland won the division, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if they're – I think the Astros have the division. That's my thought. I agree. I just – Oakland always seems to outperform their talent. So. I think this is the year the Angels make a play for the playoffs. I think Trout, finally, I mean, the biggest wild card, and it's not even a wild card, it's just the biggest pro, is now they have Shohei Otani pitching for them. And, and, and the Anthony Rendon. And, and that, right? So, so they're going to be really good. I mean, I, I've got to believe they're going to be really good. They're not going to beat the Astros for, the, for their uh, division, and they're not going to beat the Athletics. But, but competing for a second wild card absolutely, spot isn't for their Absolutely. I think they I absolutely I think they could end up getting the second wild card spot. Well, um, like think about the you know, they get Tommy Lastella back, right? Mm-hmm. They they add Rendon and then they have one of the best prospects in all of baseball that'll probably end up starting for them every day in Joe Adele. And right? a manager so have, and a manager who while he has his flaws, is far better than what they've had. Oh, a hundred percent agree. David David Ross or not David Ross, excuse me, Joe, Joe Madden. Madden. Um, former Cubs, Cubs and Rays manager. He definitely has, has his flaws. I would know being a Chicago Cubs fan. But, like, he, I'll, I'll say this. When he first took over the Cubs, he was very impressive. Mm-hmm. And as you may recall, he won manager of the year in 2015, I believe it was. May have been the year before that in 2014. But I think it was 15. I believe 2015, the year was before 15. they won the series. Yeah. So NL West, you want to you want to you want to add a note? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it just, just real quick, just like with Mike Trout this year, like you, it's 60 games, right? So the numbers are going to have to be are, are going to be a lot lower and they're going to have to be compared to like a normal season. But Trout, Trout with the protection he has in the lineup now should have a career year. But like a, if co- you, if a career, he, what, 19 homer season? Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> I know it's such a small number, but like it, it's, it's just. Compared to what the ratio usually is, like Trout should be phenomenal this year. Jeff McNeil's going to hit four hundred. Gleyber Torres is the, honestly the only one who has a chance at winning the MVP over him. Jeff McNeil's going to hit four hundred. You think so? Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, with this shortened season, it's interesting. Like guys who get who hit hot late versus who hit hot early, and no one knows. Like it's late like and early. Huh? It's late and early at the same time. It's yeah, it's it, later in the season, but it's a short season. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's just like you don't really know, just because like I, I think the case study of this is Paul Goldschmidt because he's usually awful. Yeah, started, but now that he's hitting in the warmer months, that like that who could knows? Change. Yeah, it's weird. Hey, it's a good point. Um, NL West, <laughs> Dodgers. They're gonna walk away with easily. This. Like they're they're worse than they were last year, even with the addition of Mookie Butts. Just because you lost Ryu, you lost Hill, you lost Maeda, and now you lost David Price, right? So right. Sorry, pitching took a huge hit, but like no, but not for a couple of years. Probably is somebody gonna be able to compete with them for that division? Because the the Rockies, I, I'm gonna say it, had a fluke year 
a couple of years ago. Oh, really? When, I'm shocked. When, when Marquez and John Gray had career years, but like they're gonna hit because they're the Rockies. The second best team in that division, honestly, is still the Arizona Diamondbacks. I would say it's the Padres, and they're terrible. It's it's close. Like the Padres are not a good team. Like they won't come close to a playoff. They're spot. young though. They could. <laughs> Like, Tatis are good. Tommy Pham's good. Like, they have some decent pieces, but... They are so flashy. After Chris Paddock and their rotation, they have nothing. They are so flashy. (laughs) They are so much more flashy than they are good, right? So, like... Them and the Blue Jays are very similar. I would agree. I mean, Machado might be the worst fit for a winning franchise, you know? He's not a winning player. And and that was proven over and over again. I mean, right, he I went mean, to the Dodgers, they couldn't you win. You watch him, and, like, he doesn't run out ground balls. Exactly. It, it's just he doesn't hustle. And then, like, remember a couple of years ago when he didn't run out of ground ball? And, the, and like, yes. And he, in, in his post-game interview, he just, like, oh, I'm not a hustle guy. Yeah. It's like, that's not a guy you want on your team. Right. So and, bad. Like, I just think, like, the Diamondbacks rotation, adding Bumgar- Bumgarner, it makes them clearly better than the Padres rotation. And... Like, not that they already weren't, but, like, they're going to get Luke Weaver back, too. They got Gallon last year at the trade deadline. And then their their offense isn't as bad as people think, either. Like I like they, Zach Gallon. If they're a surprise playoff team, if they make the playoffs, I wouldn't be be totally surprised. I wouldn't matter. They're going to. But, I mean, they added Starling Marte. They had Cole Calhoun. They got some solid pieces in their, their lineup now. And, they like, they were one of the more improved teams this offseason. I don't know if it's going to be enough to get them to the playoffs, but, like, I wouldn't, I would definitely put them for second in the division. I think they're for sure better than the Padres. Uh, I think the Padres are better. I don't know. I I think the Diamondbacks and the Padres have absolutely no chance to make the playoffs. I think they suck. I don't either, but, like, second place in that division, I would take the D-backs. I don't know. They're just a lot more experienced. Yeah, but, but, you know, Marte hasn't reported to camp, and they don't know why. Yeah. I mean, his, his wife just died, right? Which was terrible. I mean, it's heart attack, like, for ankle surgery or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, NL Central. Um, most competitive division in baseball, 100%. At least at the top. I got I the Cubs. Like, you have, I would say three teams can win that division, with the Brewers being a questionable fourth. I think I think this division is going to be the worst div- worst performing division in baseball. I think the winner of this division will have the least amount of wins. I agree, just because they're all going to beat each other, right? Correct. Like, I, I mean, if if the Cubs go five, and I'm a Cubs fan, so like if the Cubs go five hundred against the Reds, Brewers, and Cardinals, I won't be at all surprised. I think they'll finish slightly under five hundred. I think. I think. Well, you, you think the Cubs are going to win the division, right? Correct. I I think this is how bizarre this is. I think the Mets are going to end up for, for like just to show you an idea of like how I think the season's going to play out. I think the Mets are going to be the second wild card team and finish f- literally five hundred. I think the Cubs are going to win the division and be below five hundred. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I think they're going to be twenty nine and thirty one. The Reds massively improved. The te- the team that like. I'm really questioned by in this division is the Cardinals. Because if you look at their roster, they're not very talented at all, right? Like, their lineup doesn't have a ton of good good players. And then their pitching staff, outside of Jack Flaherty, they really don't have anyone. 
So like, I'm not sold on the Reds. Like, but they won the division last year. So they like who who knows? And then like I personally am a believer that Christian Yelich is gonna keep the Brewers in the hunt the entire year. Just because of how good he is. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. You saw the Brewers kind of carried themselves when Yelich went down. That's when they got hot. Yeah. That, that's really true. Cause that, yeah, that, that, that was their search to make the playoffs. But, like, move, moving on, like, I just want to, like, talk about the Reds, the, the team I think I'm going to win, or I'm going to win the, I think is going to win the division. They have a good pitching staff. Like, Wade Miley is their fifth starter, and he was really good last year. And then... Their lineup's good. They have the most outfield depth in in the MLB. Like, like they're the, the team that benefits most from the DH, just because they're going to get to play Nick, Nick Castellanos there, and he cannot play the field at all. He's terrible defensively. Yeah. And then they have they added Shogo Akiyama. They added Mustakis. They're they're just really solid all around. They're like they would be a contender in the NL, I think, if they had any sort of bullpen. Who would they add they're, in the outfield? All they added Shogo Akiyama, and then they added one other. Castellanos. Is that was that it? Yeah, because then you have Senzel, um, Aquino, and Jesse Linker. Okay. Their outfield was really deep. Like the, the DH is huge for them because they're going to have to sit three of those guys on a, or two of those guys on any given day. What's and, his name? Senzel. Senzel is always injured. He is, but like, he's only played one year in the big league. So, like, can you really trust that? And like. The thing, the thing with him is you're gonna have to play him in center now. And Aquino, Mustakas is, the, is their everyday second baseman. They all also have Aristides Aquino, who was really good last yeah. year. Yeah, who, who knows if that, that was a fluke or not? Though. I think they're better on paper than they're gonna play. That's my take. Well, I, I think the problem is their bullpen is ridiculously bad. Oh, Rizalo just awful last year, <laughs> and then they added Pedro Strope, who actually like didn't. I love him. I, I was, big fan of when he was on the Cubs but like outside of Strope the, Strope's their best bullpen pitcher and I would not want him as my best bullpen pitcher Lorenzen is good he's okay but he, what's he really known for though he's known for his hitting I, I don't know I think Lorenzen's pretty good um it's, they don't have Amir Garrett's like, awesome throw me a good inning. Amir Garrett's really good yeah, he's really underrated. Actually, I actually like him. It's just the problem is the Reds don't have a closer. They don't have a guy who yeah. you can hand the ball to. Correct. They go throw me a shot inning to close out this game. Correct. I agree. So if they're gonna they're gonna win. They're probably gonna be a just above five hundred team, in my opinion. And but they're they're a team that could win like 35, 35 37 games, but they'll, they'll blow like five games. Right. So. All right, last five games in a sixty-game season is a lot. Yeah, that's that's the other part, right? It's it's you have to look at everything from a sample size this year. I mean, because Edwin Diaz blew nine last year in one hundred sixty-two games, and that's like unbelievably awful. I mean, think about five in one third of the time, right? That's like crazy. If you blow five games in a sixty-game season, you're gonna have a lot of trouble making the playoffs. Correct. Um. Next. Final division, NL East. Mm-hmm. I think... It's a, t- a two-playoff team division, for sure. Yes. I, I, I mean... Just, 
the Braves are going to win the division. Right? They're significantly more talented than any other team in this division. But I think it's a like three the, playoff the team division. Phillies, there's no way that one of those teams don't make the playoffs. I think it's a three playoff team division. I think it's going to be the Nationals are going to win the division and the Braves and is are going to be the first wild card and the Mets are going to be the second wild card. I just okay the Nationals pitching staff really really good right like it might be the best in baseball but I just don't don't who else do they have in their lineup besides Juan Soto who has no protection now by the way with Rendon gone. They, they just don't have anyone. Carter Cuban could be really good, but we don't know it. with him. He's a prospect, right? He's going to replace Ren, Rendon at third. But, like, they added Eric Thames. They added Sterling Castro. Trey Turner's all right. I, I think he's... I think Trey Turner's awesome. Trey Turner's underrated just because of what he provides, but he's not, like, the most outstanding hitter. I like Victor well, Robles. Really neat, and I'll tell you this right now. The Nationals need to bounce back here from Victor Robles. I think he's going to be good. I he's think supposed to be, he was one of the top prospects in baseball when they brought him up, and he had a really awful year last year. I think they have depth, right? So you have Eaton in right. Mm-hmm. So you have Eaton, you have Soto. Don't overlook a Struble Cabrera. He'll be good off the bench if he's not starting. You'll have Trey Turner. The World Series MVP will not start for them this year. Howie Kendrick? Yeah. Could. He won't start. He won't start, but he'll be good off the bench. No, but they just have a ton of guys that can play. Note that Brian Dozier is gone. Now they have Sterling Castro, who... Castro's better than Dozier, to be perfectly honest. I mean... Brian Dozier, since leaving the Twins, was just awful. Yeah. Thames, is Thames their first baseman? Yeah, he's good. He didn't get used to very much in, in Milwaukee. He's not have, a starting first baseman. Ron can't play anywhere else but first base now. And then they'd add you are who had they who they had to play too. I don't know. I think their pitching staff's gonna carry them. It should. I mean, they, like they have the best. Also, they have the best staff in the league. Their relievers are awesome, by the way. Huh? Their relief. Daniel it's, Hudson, they're bringing back. Better than it was, right? Will Harris and and Doolittle. was last year too. Right. Correct. So the the only thing is, why is Wander Suero in the major leagues? I don't know. That guy just throw his number one pitch is a hanging curveball. <laughs> so I mean, I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win the division. I think the Braves. I, I think the Braves are gonna be second. I think they're gonna come off to just an absolutely horrible start. If the Braves don't win the division, I will be absolutely shocked. They're the best team. They're the best team in the, in baseball. I'll say it right now. I disagree. I think you're wrong. The Braves will win the World Series this year. Freddie Freeman's not going to start the season. COVID. Yes, he will. COVID. He got he got, was positive like way before before the season started. He was positive like a week ago. I don't know. Who knows how long it'll take him to feel better though? He's in it's his like, house like a mobile. Yeah, I mean, he talked like Marquez opted out, which like Marquez was. I believe going to start for them in left field, right? But yes. They have Austin Riley, so they should be okay. Well, it's going to be just, Ozuna and Enciarte. Yeah, and they added and Marcel Ozuna. Ozuna. And their, their pitching staff's not as bad as people think. But now their DH is Austin Riley. I like Riley. Dude, he's not a... He's not... He sucks. You remember, I had him in fantasy last year. He was really good. Yeah, and you told me he was going to win Rookie of the Year over Pete Alonso. When at the two-month mark, that wasn't an outrageous take. Well, it ended up being pretty bad. 
Riley was hitting much much higher higher than him, and Alonso did have more home runs, and he obviously beat the major league rookie home run record that was set by Judge a couple of years prior. But at, at the start of June, Austin Riley was hitting like three thirty. Yeah, like it was it wasn't outrageous to think that he was having an absurd absurd year, and then he obviously fell off. But like. Camar- Camargo's not bad. De- Camargo's good defensively. Dansby Swanson still hasn't had his best year, right? Right. Like he, he he was the number one prospect in baseball, and like Charlie Culberson really isn't too bad. And then like they just like they'll hit. Like we we know them. They'll they'll hit. And then their pitching staff is like to be perfectly honest. Outside of like Walker Bueller for the Dodgers. The, I don't like think the Dodgers have any playoff pitchers that I can say are better than any of the Braves pitchers. Because Kershaw's awful in the playoffs. And it's just like right, but I don't know. Bro, I don't like Stroke is good. I like Max Freed. Cole Hamels is reliable. And it's just like they need like one other of their six pitchers to be good. Fulty. He could realistically, him and Sean Newcomb were really good two years ago. I think I think Soroka is gonna regress. I think Freed's gonna regress. Soroka's the ha- next coming of Kyle Hendricks. I think Hamill sucks, and I think Fulty could have a bounce back here. But I think, I mean, here's the team, right? I, I know, obviously, bias. I think the Mets. I think people are sleeping on. I think they'll be the second wild card team. So I'm not telling you they're gonna. I have the Mets much. as my first wild card team. I mean, the thing with the Mets. If you've seen videos of Ioannis Cespedes, the guy is like a monster, right? Like, he's missed all this time. And, I mean, he kind of, the hype kind of has to come, right? Because you miss two years of baseball and you come back and you're going to have this hype. But, the, I mean, he hit a two-run homer today off of Seth Lugo in the inter-squad game. That's it was really good last year, by the way. Unbelievable. I mean, the most valuable the reliever the Mets had. And, and that's not saying much, but still. Right. And I would also like to note Jed Lowry <laughs> hit a double in the gap against Jacob deGrom, but... Yeah. I mean... That, that Mets don't realize, right? Like, they had... like, And obviously they have no Noah Syndergaard this year and no Zach Wheeler, right? So, like, their starting rotation takes a bit of a hit, but what people don't realize is their bullpen was one of the worst in the majors last year. They had no Cespedes, no Jed Lowry, and Robinson Cano... When when healthy was terrible, right? Right. So they're gonna their lineup's gonna be really dangerous, and Jacob Degrom is just unbelievable. So he'll carry their starting pitching, and as long as Edwin Diaz doesn't blow six games this year, they they should be okay. And like, I think they're basically a lock to be a wild card team. Even if they, even if they do, they got Dal Matanzas. Yeah, and and Lugo still Lugo still good, right? Like, they have a bunch of guys in their bullpen now that could be really good. Justin Wilson? And if you look at their rotation, it's not as bad as it, seem, as, as it seems without Syndergaard and Wheeler. Like, if I tell you the Mets lost Syndergaard and Wheeler, and you probably think, oh, their rotation's garbage. But you have DeGrom and Stroman who are, are going to be good, right? Right. Rick Porcello is a former Cy Young winner. Correct. Steven Matz, I believe, threw a complete game last year. Correct. Right? He did. So he can be really good. And then... Michael Waka was one of the top pitchers in baseball at, at a time, right? So he could be really good, too. I don't know if I'm still done Waka. Waka is... I'm not either. I'm just saying you've, you've seen before when he's been good. So 
David Peterson could make an impact this year. I think I said this earlier. I've heard that too. I mean, I think I said this like, you know, 10 pods ago, but yeah. I, I mean, I think he's great. I mean, he's a triple-A pitcher. I met him. I, I think he could be really good. Um, I think Jairus Familia, if he figures out how to throw a ball into the zone, could be good. Oh, because he was the, one of the better relievers in baseball a couple of years ago. I mean, so. he just yeah. walks too many guys. But if you've seen, he cut 30 pounds. He's 30 pounds lighter than he ever has mm-hmm. been. So, I don't know. They, I mean, and they just signed look, Hunter Strickland. Look at this lineup. They have... They don't have a ton of holes, right? Yeah. Like, it's just not there. It's all like, about Edwin have, Diaz. They have. It, it's all about their bullpen, right? Yeah. And how deep, like how good the back end of their rotation. Correct. Is. Like, there's not a single guy in this lineup that I don't like. Exactly. And that's assessment is not even being a starter right now. Right. I mean, it's McNeil, right? So let's say McNeil's at. Uh, Okay, so it's, uh, catcher is Wilson Ramos. Bad defense, yeah. a very yeah, solid that's offense. One of, that's one of the Mets' other problems. They're not very good defensively. Right. First base, you got Pete, and obviously you, you can count on him. Second mm-hmm. base is, is Cano. I think he'll you know have a bounce-back year two, two if he doesn't 70, hit, maybe. If he hits 240 again, I'll be surprised, even at 36 years old. I think he'll hit 270, and... and and have a solid, you know, he won't hit as many home double. Runs, but he should at least hit the ball a little. I think he'll have doubles. I think he'll be a double type yeah. of guy, you know. He's always been a doubles hitter. Right. Ahmed Ahmed is solid. Good. One of the more underrated shortstops in the league. Third base, you got Jeff. Who's going to hit 320 at least. Right. right? Left, you're going to have J.D. Davis. Who's a liability defensively, but he again he hit three ten last year. Right, unbelievable hitter. I, I unbelievably underrated hitter. Right then, field Conforto. Yeah, who's always solid, and then center field's Nemo, right? Who should have a, somewhat of a slash Marisnik. Who you have a defensive sub in Marisnik, who could end up being a flashy bat if they figure that out, or Nimmo, and Nimmo himself is underrated. And then keep in mind, if you want a Cespedes is allowed to play the field. He's much better in left than J.D. Davis is. I, I mean, we don't know if he can walk. Cespedes has a huge arm, but, mm-hmm. I mean, he he dropped a fly ball in the playoffs a few years back. He's a little bit lousy and lazy. Um, Dude can hit, though. Really, I mean... And so can Dom Smith. We haven't even talked about him. I mean, yeah, but Dom, who knows? I'm kind of shocked the Mets haven't traded him at this point. I am, too. I thought he would be gone by the season start, but... Mm-hmm. Well, he's a good bat off the bench, put in for lefty righty. And if Jed Lowry ends up playing a game, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, Jed, I'm looking at the Mets uh, depth chart right now. Jed Lowry is listed as their third string second baseman and third string third baseman. Right. And this was a guy who was an all star two years ago. Correct. With Oakland. So they're going to be good. Like, I, I think so. I, I said this last year, but. Like I'm even more confident in this in, in it this year. Like, I just I just can't see this team beating it beating Atlanta for the division. That's it. Like they're, they're better than Washington for sure. I don't what think about, so. What about Philly though? Do you think they can make any noise? No, Philly sucks. It's the only buzz is they have Girardi, and I, that's not enough to get them over the hump. People are gonna figure out soon enough that Bryce Harper isn't very good. I don't know. He's good. He's 
He's a career two forty hitter. Yeah. Outside of MVP years. Outside of MVP years, of course. I don't know. I think he's good. I just He's clutch, in my opinion. The value of clutch I mean, extends. Clutch. I'll give him that. But just like who else do the Phillies have? Like Real Muto solid, right? Uh, Segura. Gene Segura. Yeah. Reese Hoskins is probably going to bounce back. I mean, he had a good year last year. He just didn't hit for a high average. Hoskins? I thought Someone he was. A, remember, right? He, he was hit a, a lot of home runs. I had thought he was a disaster last year. He just hit like 240, which is like what the big bats on the Phillies do. They also added, they added Didi Gregorius, too, who's a good addition. He had 29 homers last year. He had 226. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, 113 WRC plus, war of two. He just, he should definitely hit higher than 220 this year. I mean, think like, about this. His rookie year, if you remember, he had like 18 home still, runs. Their, their bullpen is terrible, right? And then, it's just... Their starters are solid, especially Jake Arrieta has somewhat of a good year, which I don't expect, but he could. He's not. But, He's done. Um, they're still, Nola? Still, they're not better than the Nationals. They're not better than the Mets. Okay, a little bit, a little tad. I, I want to put a little stat in here about Reese Hoskins before I call it on this podcast. If you remember, his rookie year was crazy, right? He was hitting home runs like nuts. Mm-hmm. In... 50 games, his war was 2.2. In 160 games in 2019, his war, 2.2. In triple, more than triple the games, same war. So, right. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's... Just because of how difficult their schedule is going to be, and because people overrate players on their team. Yeah. Joe Girardi does manage well, and you like that's another thing with the Mets too, right? Luis Rojas. Yeah, it's hard to believe he can be any worse than Mickey Callaway. Right. So, I mean, just some some of the moves Mickey Callaway made no sense. Yeah. So, well, I I just if if National League, I have Braves, Reds. Um, Dodgers winning the divisions, and then I have the Mets and Cubs as my wild card teams. Yeah, I have the Mets and the Braves. I have the Braves first and, and the Mets second. Well, thank you yeah. so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Inside and Out with Mike and Lidskin. Again, like Lidskin said, it's going to be a weird year. No one really knows how this is going to play. No one really knows if this is going to play, right? I mean, it's expected to, but with all these players getting corona, who knows? Uh, especially with college football, too. Nah, God knows. But thank you for tuning in. We plan on posting soon, especially once the baseball season starts. So uh, stay safe, and uh, we hope you do well.